Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you, Amby? Good. It's been a very long time since I've seen you be on Twitter. Too long. Like, I know. I, I feel like I read your words, but I don't get to see your face. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, same. So I'm very excited to have you on the podcast and get to talk to you about comedy. I think you were like, you're honestly, I think when I first started doing Women Behind Glass, you were on the shows I was on and I was like, so inspired by you like honestly oh, like you are amazing like I'm so happy you. you're so sweet you're like it's so funny because I joined Twitter um it, I was, I've been on Twitter only a year since August and like yeah. you're one of the first people I connected with so I kind of feel the same way I was like Aww. I'm so long on my journey oh I'm so glad you're a part of it oh <laughs> <laughs> well I'm very excited to talk about comedy let's get into it so well, what got you inspired to go into comedy what mediums do you perform and how long you've been doing it oh my gosh okay so um I have in July was my one-year anniversary believe it or not oh my god I'm really new um it's but it's so funny I've always been a writer um my major in college was literature so I like reading and writing has always been my thing I used to do slam poetry oh my god same really yeah I have a spoken word poet oh my god so I've been thinking about going back to it I'm actually working on a poetry side project too so Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about going back to it but all my poetry that I would perform would be funny Mm -hmm. um and I always wanted to do stand-up I just never had the nerve to do it and Mm -hmm. my day job I work as a teacher so I used to joke with my kids that like me being in front of the classroom is the closest I'll ever get to performing stand-up and then um I had my daughter and I got divorced and the pandemic hit and I was like, you know, if I'm ever going to do this, like, this is the time, like there's no excuse. And I just like ended up taking an online workshop through um, the American comedy Institute in New York city. And honestly, like it's just been full ride since then. So yeah, I feel like it was just kind of like, um, I always say like, I lived the beginning. I lived my entire life up till I was 29, the way I was supposed to. Mm -hmm. And then once I hit 29, I just started doing what I wanted to, like what I knew would make me happy. And that was stand up was part of that. Oh, I love that. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you started off doing stand up like online, like on Zoom. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. What what was the adjustment to that from going from going live in person suddenly it was pretty crazy I think that the fact that I had performed live with um with poet like with slam right the fact that I teach so like I've been teaching for 10 years I feel like the being in front of people part um wasn't a big adjustment yeah Yeah, Yeah. because that but learning how to do stand-up online was crazy because there's a delay like you know how it is like it's yeah. not performing like there's total benefits to it but it's not the same as doing live exactly um I was able to do a couple mics um live because things in Jersey especially in the summer were a little bit more open mm-hmm. um, so I was able to do some stuff but uh the the majority I would say from September of 2020 till like May of 2021 I was doing all virtual things with a few live things but when I came back for that May 2021 show oh my goodness it felt so good to be back yeah no it's totally different oh my gosh yeah Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a feeling. <laughs> feeling for sure. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of you know comedy in general, so what inspires you know your material? What is your writing process like? Yeah. So I um I'm definitely inspired by real events. Mm-hmm. So everything I write is I don't do a lot of observational. I do much more like all about my life. Yeah, so I write a lot about, yeah, like my divorce. I write a lot about my daughter. Um, I'm starting to write more about just like events or situations that have happened, like awkward things. Um, I always like make, not that I make myself the bad guy, but I make fun of myself all the time. Um, right. I write a lot about like dating. So like I was, you know, dating after divorce, dating during the pandemic, you know, my current relationship. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. I was just writing out my, I have a show tomorrow and I was just writing out my set list and, um, I'm starting, like I said, starting to add bits of like, just like awkward situations I've run into. And it's, I don't do a lot of, um, jokes about my day job. I try to keep the two separate, but I'm working on more situations where I'm not talking about my teaching job necessarily, but just like the awkwardness of being a teacher and uh, teaching in the town where I actually currently live and like how that comes into play, you know, yeah. kind of like living a double life, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, so do you think there's a difference between who you are on stage versus who you are off stage? Yes and no. Um, I feel like I have to wear a lot of hats. So I feel like, you know, you get um, Emily, the comic, you get Emily, the teacher, you get Emily, the mom. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, I think when I'm on stage, I get to be my most authentic self Mm -hmm. um, because I kind of am embodying like all those different parts of me. Obviously there's like an exaggeration because you're on stage and you're performing Right. But like, you're getting my authentic thoughts and feelings, um, just delivered in a way that's hopefully like funny. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> hopefully. <sure. laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think that like, when it comes to like, with everyone, especially as women, I think like mm-hmm. the fact that we have to like, I guess have that double agent kind of mindedness to like everywhere we go, especially yeah. like with men and etc just like that in general yeah yeah and it's it's so funny because like um I just feel like after my divorce and like starting stand-up I really had a like big like I don't give a crap attitude Mm -hmm. shift where it's like even when I started dating I had been I felt like I had been screwed over so many times that like by time I started dating my current boyfriend I like our first date was like I was like this is what you're getting this is how I am. Like, up. Yeah. like bring it on. And it's the same way with stand up. I'm like, this is what I'm delivering to you. Like you either like you're yeah, in it or you're it not. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You're with me that. on this journey or you're not. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's the confidence for me. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. <laughs> um, so you are obviously based out in New Jersey, slash yeah. like the New York area. What is the scene like over there for comedy and anything you would want to improve? And we were talking about this a little bit earlier. We were talking about it a yeah. little bit before we started. Um, you know, I I have to be honest with you. I do love the scenes in both areas. I'm trying to do more in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, just with my current situation with having a daughter, working full time, um, being in the middle of nowhere in New Jersey, it is hard to get into the city. Um, I've met some great people. 
I definitely think that there's some places that have more diverse lineups than other places. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked, like, I think it's the same in DC down by you. Um, yeah, I've been very fortunate that everyone I have worked with has been super helpful, super open-minded. Um, you know, there's people I can hit up and be like, listen, I'm going to be in the city this weekend. Is there anything going on? And I can get shows. So I, you know, I love that part of it. I feel like when you find your click, um, people are going to help you out, yep. you know? So I've been very fortunate, um, but obviously there's clicks and you know, I feel like that's going to be anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. There's always going to be, you know, groups and certain groups and just in general. And yeah, just being a strong, being a woman in general. Yes. Just, we were talking about earlier, the open mic scene. Yeah. 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 Open mics are interesting. Um, Cause I, it, you know, it's so funny, like mics are great to run material, but you're never, you know, a joke that hits with other comics won't necessarily hit with an audience yeah. and vice yeah. versa. Like yeah. some of my best jokes, I won't get laughter from comics. I'll get like, that was really well written. Yeah. Like, I like what you did, but I don't, t- I can't test it until I'm in front of an audience. Yeah. You know, that's when I feel like, like sometimes you, and like, you can run, like I've done, I've had like two shows in a row where I run a joke and it hits so well. And then I go to another show and it does okay. So, you know, you're never going to. You're always revising. You're always checking yourself. Yep. Um, you could like you could run the same joke a hundred times, and it could hit ninety nine times. And that one time, it just doesn't hit, and you got to figure out why, like yeah. what happened. Or sometimes it's just the audience. It yeah. just wasn't for them. You know, yeah. it wasn't their joke. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Sometimes people just don't vibe with you. Yeah, sometimes it's just not your scene. I I did a show in Boston, and it was a great show, and I got laughs. Don't get me wrong, but like. It was not my audience. It really? was a young, yeah, and it was fun. It was just like a super young crowd. And I'm doing jokes about divorce and this girl's looking at me and I'm like, honey, I hope you never have to understand what I'm talking about. Oh no. <laughs> and like, but it was just wasn't, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't know, for them. Yeah. It wasn't for them. And that's fine. It happens. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yep. Um, so what are your hopes and dreams for comedy? Oh my gosh. Um, are we talking Loaded like, question? <laughs> are we talking like, like nothing, like everything goes rainbows and sunshine? Um, whatever you inspire. <laughs> whatever I inspire. I would love to write for a TV show. Um, doesn't have to be SNL. I mean, wouldn't pass up the opportunity to work on SNL. <laughs> I would love to write for something like um, Big Mouth or Family Guy. I'm like mm. so into like the quick humor. I love. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have been knocking around um, some ideas for my own pilots that are in the works, like super, like at the beginning stages. Right. Um, I would love to just be able, you know, to travel and do stand up. I think I, like I said, I've. Um, I've always been a writer and sometimes I market myself more as a writer first before I say stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently working on a side project, uh, a side writing project that I don't want to go into too much detail with. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's been very um, therapeutic for me. Um, so honestly, I just feel like 
I have so many things I want to do and so many ideas that I kind of am just going to do whatever feels good in the moment and just like see what carries through. Like as long as I can write and as long as I can make people laugh, whatever asset that ends up building on would I would be happy with. Whether it's like traveling to do stand-up, doing a writing job where I'm working with a great team of writers or like doing my own writing thing. Like I will be happy as long as it's something that's authentic to me and my voice. Mm-hmm. I love that. I hope that, that happens. That was such a you. political answer. <laughs> that was such a, I'm like, I'm going to round it up. But it's true. Like, yeah. I, I think that there's so much I want to do. Yeah. I don't want to sell myself short and say, like, this is my one dream. Of course. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I believe you can absolutely achieve anything. Thanks, Amber. Of course. That's sweet. <laughs> um, so, my last question for you is you know, what advice do you have for future comics out there or someone or something you wish? someone told you when you first started doing comedy do it just do it yeah Um, the best advice I got was to just stop waiting around and just do it and if I could go back and tell my 20 something year old self something it would be to like just why not just go risk it and go for it like don't worry about what you think you're supposed to do just do what you want to do Mm-hmm. And I think that would be my advice is just, you know, don't be afraid to take the risk. Don't be afraid to um, get out of your comfort zone. And also don't be afraid to be bad. You have to start somewhere and like, it's okay to make mistakes because we're all going to, it doesn't matter if you're a year in or if you're 10 years in. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's with anything, not just comedy. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, I love that. Advice you can apply anywhere by Emily Page. Whatever I can do to help. <laughs> uh, well, Emily, Emily, this was so much fun. It was so good to see you after like so long. I know. We have to do another, if I'm not down in DC and you're not in Jersey, we have to do another like Zoom thing soon. Yeah, for sure. Love that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs>